discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have to hear your word. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for your, your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us, teaching us, guiding us, leading us. Thank you that as your word proceeds, we have great understanding and we bear fruits on every side. Thank you, Father. We receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy, knowing that our success has come through your word. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. This morning, I want to share with you, or continue sharing with you, on foundations for living a successful Christian life. Psalm 11, verse 3. Psalm 11, verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The righteous must have good foundations. If the foundation is destroyed, he says, what can the righteous do? The righteous cannot do anything. He cannot produce fruits and results if the foundation for his life is, is taken off. I remember sharing with you that if they teach you that SO is 2 and DO is so, it's not going to work. I mean, you have a very serious problem just because your foundation was wrong. If they tell you that 2 times 2 is 6 and 2 times 3 is 25, you can't work any mass anywhere in the world. Why? Your foundation is wrong. What you were thought was not correct. Okay? So what I'm sharing with you is to help you bring your mind to the most important thing. What is, most imp what is, what is the most important? What are the most important things that a Christian needs to focus on? Okay? Yes. And normally you, do, you don't need so many things. Many years ago, God told me, you know, because we, the church has started, we were preaching, we were teaching the word, and there was a temptation to teach many things, to teach many weird things, because, I mean, I remember one, I remember one particular, I wanted to teach on salt. I tell you. So I was sitting behind my computer and I was just reading about salt, you know, finding scriptures on salt and finding things concerning salt on Wikipedia and other places. As I was doing the research, the Lord spoke to me and said, what, what are you doing? I said, oh, Charlie, Charlie, it's time to preach. I want to preach something very powerful. He told me, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, stop wasting your time. Amazing. And that really, really, really helped me. Yes. He told me what was most important was his son, Jesus Christ. Learn about Jesus. Find Jesus in the pages. If Saul is talking about Jesus, fine. 
But if he's not talking about Jesus, forget it. Yes, because there are many things that will want to take your attention, take your mind. Do you see? So I'm sharing with you what you really need to focus on in order to have a very powerful Christian life. Become a strong Christian. Okay? Yes. In these times when um, a lot of things are happening, financial issues, economic crisis, uh, the economic crisis is affecting people from, is preventing people from marrying. Hey! Go ahead and do the calculation. Realize that, Charlie, it weren't easy at the time. It's not easy. You see, most of the ladies today don't want to marry easy. Like, let's just sign in my... I have a very beautiful office. Maybe, I don't know if you have a picture. I have a very beautiful office. You can put it up. Some people don't know that we have... There are other things. There's another building behind that has other things inside. Yes, there are halls. There are different offices that you can just do a simple way. But because you don't like simple things, it's like it's not... I think Bishop Ogo was here on, on, on Friday, isn't it? Yes. And Bishop Ogo mentioned... Hey! Some of the things he said, I can't say because it's like, these days I'm not supposed to say such things, so I won't say it. Hey! He asked the question, which doctor... Is managing what? Your swollen testicles. Only a witch doctor can manage your swollen... Hey, what a shock. I'm not the one who said it. He's the one who said it. I'm just repeating what he said. You see, because you don't like simple things, it's becoming difficult for you. But when you know some foundations, eh, you, will not, you will not complicate your life. At all. You realize that... I mean, what is more precious than Jesus Christ? What, what can you... Say that when you have, you have all things. Is it a house? Or America? Or UK? It's not, it's not, you don't, you don't. How about having the, the wife of your dreams? <laughs> Charlie boys, be, be honest though. Nothing really satisfies apart from Jesus. Nothing really satisfies apart from Jesus. So the first foundation we spoke about was the foundation of knowing and loving Jesus. That, that is it. I mean, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? In John chapter 1, the writer of John said, of his fullness, of Jesus' fullness, of his fullness have we all received. Grace for grace. Of his fullness. God is not a liar. God is not lying. He's telling you the fact that of Jesus' fullness we have received all the good things, you see, all the good things we require and need for our lives has been provided for in Christ. The more you get to know him, the more you enjoy all the beautiful things that he has called you to enjoy. That is the truth. So, knowledge of Jesus is more important than any other thing. Okay? Yes. That was why I was sharing with you along that line. That you need to, you need to know. It's a foundation. If you miss that, if you are reading the Bible because of something else, you are reading the Bible so you can get more revelation or more mystical knowledge so that you, everybody can know that you are a scripture bulldozer. You are deep. You are a scripture what? Machine. You have missed it. The focus is Jesus. Jesus is the focus. 
we look through the pages of the scriptures to find Jesus. Paul said, all the things that were gained to me, that I counted dung. That's in Philippians chapter 3. For the knowledge of Jesus Christ, for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm? Philippians 3, verse 8. Yeah. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Next verse. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of who? Of Christ Jesus, my Lord. I count all things. Do you understand all things? The guy was a lawyer. He was a doctor of the law. He had money. Paul was not poor. Paul was rich. Paul was so rich to the point that when, even when he was in prison, the king, eh, is it King Agrippa? Agrippa was hoping, Agrippa or Felix, one of them, was hoping that he would pay him, he would give him bribe, so that he would let him go. How can a prisoner, you think of a prisoner giving you bribe? This is a king. Who, do you understand? A, 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 what? A bribe for a king from a prisoner. I mean, just try and wrap your mind around it. How many prisoners in this world would even the district commander wants to let him bribe him? Uh -huh. Acts chapter 24, verse 20 says, He hoped also that money, who, who is he? Who, who are we talking about? Verse 24. And after certain days, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for, for this time. When I have a convenient season, I'll call for thee. Next verse. He hoped also, so it's Felix. Not, he says he hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might lose him. Wherefore, he sent for him the oftener and communed with him. He went for him a lot of times. As we are talking, I, I, <laughs> when will it come? When are you going to release the money? He was hoping that he will give him money. How many prisoners do you expect money from? Unless it's Tagore or something. Hallelujah. Oh, hash puppy, something like that. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Very rich guy. But he said that all my, all the, everything is cow poo, poo compared to the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord. So that is, that is it. If just read the Bible and you are looking for Jesus in the pages of the scriptures. God likes, God's favorite topic is his son. His favorite topic is his son. God likes to hear about Jesus Christ. He, he likes it when you talk about Jesus Christ. You, you will say, oh, but he knows everything about Jesus Christ. He wants to hear you talk about Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, there was a, a sacrifice called the burnt offerings. Okay, and the burnt offerings were supposed to be on all the time. 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. It's supposed to be burning all the, throughout the day. And the burnt offering was actually a, a, uh, it was, um, a symbol of Jesus, of Christ. Do you see? In other words, the Father always wants to, it's, it's the savor of the knowledge of Christ that the Father likes. He wants to have continuous expressions of Jesus made to him. So I don't know why you shift that foundation to something else. You are looking for something else in the Bible. Or you have another reason for being in church. You are in church because of a lady. You are in church because of a guy. You are in church because of association. You are in church because of what else? What else are you in church because of? What? Pictures. Connections. Business. What else? Someone said, I want to come and sing for you so that you can give me something at the end of the day. Hey, 
It's not a joke. Hmm? For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ, that I may win Jesus. So that, that was his focus. And that should be our focus. So don't shift from that foundation. Okay? Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says that those who know they are God, eh, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. It's time to know your God. Who is your God? Jesus Christ is your God. So it's time to know him. The more you know him, the more you become, the stronger you become, and the more exploits you do. So as, as the system is becoming tougher, what you should do is to get to increase your knowledge of Jesus Christ. Do you like what I'm saying or don't like what I'm saying? Ask your neighbor, what were you expecting? What, are you, what else are you expecting? What else are you in church for? What else are you reading your Bible for? You know, we are, we are, we are, we are doing Ask the Author um, as a program for everyone. You know, and if one of the questions I've answered that will play on Tuesday is a question concerning someone or some whatever called uh, Lilith. Lilith. Have you heard of Lilith before? Okay. Some people have, some people have not. And the question is, is Lilith really the first woman of creation? Ah, dear, ah. Well, how did you find this one? How is it beneficial to you and you're escaping the economic hardships of Ghana? I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to talk about. Like, as you grow older, you realize some foolishness leaves you. Some foolishness leaves you. Like, they, they attempt to try to know that you are, you are something. You are, you are my friend. How does that get you a job? How does that get you to know Jesus some more? Which one is this one? Hey. And so it's answered. You can watch it and you will see. I gave a 20-minute answer to that question. Yes. Uh, with, with various scriptures, you will see. It is, it, is, it is all in the Bible. Everything is in the Bible. Hallelujah. If you read in 2 um, Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Look at 2 Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. You know, that's how it reads in the King James. But actually, in the Greek, it reads this way. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of Jesus Christ our God, our Lord and God. So he's not saying knowledge of God and knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's not different. He's talking about the knowledge of our Lord and our God Jesus Christ. That's how it reads. Do you see? So more grace is multiplied to you. Peace is multiplied to you. As you get to know Jesus more and more, knowledge of Christ more and more. So don't remove that foundation. If you remove that foundation, Charlie, you are getting lost small, small. Don't joke with it. Some people have removed that foundation, and they are, it's, not, it's not gone well. Don't remove that foundation. Tell anybody, don't remove that foundation. If you remove it, tell anybody, if you remove it, you are saying that two times two is 22. That's what you are saying. And you, you'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. The more you get to know him, the more, success you, the more successful you become. Yes. Get to know him. You know, Mar Mary and Martha knew Jesus as the son of God, the Christ of God. If you read in John chapter 11, you see how they called Jesus whom they were feeding. 
have you ever gone to a restaurant and as you are eating, your stomach rumbles a little and then you have to? Every restaurant has a toilet close by. Is it true or not true? Yeah, I mean, that's how it is. I mean, you have to. For unforeseen circumstances. If the restaurant says that, oh, we, we are just doing entrance, no exit. <laughs> we are just interested in food entering you, not coming out. It's going to be a problem. Take it home. Not here. If, if, if it was like that, it was going to be a problem. You see, they have one close by. So that just as you are eating and something happens to you, you can just move. I'm, I'm sure that Mary and Martha had a toilet close to, their, to their, their dining room in the house. And they saw Jesus stand up as he was eating. I was like, hold that thought. I'll be back. <laughs> and then he would go and go and use the washroom and come back. They were seeing, every, they were seeing everything. They would see his morning face because he was sleeping in their house. The, the last days of Jesus had Jesus sleeping in their house and going to Jerusalem. Yes, Bethany was close to Jerusalem. So he was moved from Bethany to Jerusalem like that. Do you see? So he was sleeping. They were seeing his morning face. Yes. Have you ever stayed with someone? I mean, sometimes you wake up and in the morning, you've not, both of you have not brushed your teeth and you end up having, you are compelled to converse. Is it, has it happened to you before? And you, you, you smell someone's breath here and there. Oh, it's not true. I'm trying to let you know the extent to which these people knew him, naturally speaking. But they felt that he was the son of God. They felt that he was the Christ. Yes. Now, if you read in, 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 in uh, whatever, John chapter 11, you will see it. John 11, when Mary, Mary's, you know, converse, his, her, her, what she said concerning Jesus and what Martha said concerning Jesus was, let you know. Says, then said Martha, this is John eleven twenty one. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, you see, he called him Lord. She called him Lord. If thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Next verse. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou ask of God, God will give it to you. Next verse. Jesus said unto him, Thy brother shall rise again. Next verse. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the, in the resurrection of the la- at the last day. Jesus said unto him, I am the resurrection and I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me, never, shall, shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ. I believe that you are the Christ. And I believe that you are the Son of God who should come into the world. Have you seen it? Yes. She knew. She had a certain kind of faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Sometimes you know Jesus as your healer, but you don't know him as your supplier. You don't know him as someone who can, who can multiply bread for you. So when you see your small bread in the house, or when you see the small money in the house, or the small money in your bank account, when you look at your bank account, it's left with 200 Ghana cities. And it's 15th November. You have 30 more days to go, 15 more days to go. And you look up, you're like, man, how are we going to survive for the, next, the rest of the 15? If you know Jesus as your supplier, the one who multiplies bread, the little bread that is given to him in his hands, it will become something great. If you know him like that, you'll be shocked. That supply will start coming from everywhere. That is what I'm teaching you concerning these things. Yes. If you know him as the one who can calm the storms of your life, you'll be shocked. That no matter what trouble you find yourself in, listen, life has challenges. That is how life is. Ask your neighbor, have you ever gone through anything that was difficult for you? Have you gone through any difficulty in your life before? If you haven't, you were a child. If you haven't, I mean, even if you haven't, BC, was BC a problem? 
at least you've gone through BEC, isn't it? I mean, BEC was not easy. Like, like your heart is beating. Your first repair, especially, your heart is just beating, and you, you can feel the you can feel the beat in your head. Kum, kum, kum. It's not a small thing. I was just talking to someone who finished BEC, and I was asking, was it good? How was it? Because I'm, I'm so I met them and prayed for them before they went to write their BEC. I, we have such people in our church. You know, I just had to meet them. I was like, and, and, and encourage them. This is your first WIAC exam. Don't be afraid. Cast out every spirit of fear. You will get your ones. And you will, the pen will write. It will not. Hey! I know somebody who took three pens. None of them could write. <laughs> your village people are following you. Hey! If you've gone through BC, at least, at least you have gone through something in life. That's an experience. It's not a joke. Yes. Jesus is the only one who can calm the storms of life. When he is in your boat, the storms of your life will be calm. He's the only one who can tell you, walk on water. Do impossible things. What nobody in your family has done, he is the one who can give instructions to do. Yes. Walk on the water. Come to me. Start walking. So you need to know about him. The more you know about him, the more... I mean, you, you, you do impossible. All these economic crises, whatever, it will not even affect you. You will not see it. Yes, you will not feel the heat. Why? Because your trust is in the Lord. Isaiah 31 verse 1. Look at Isaiah 31 verse 1. Woe unto them who go down to Egypt for help. Woe unto them that go down to Egypt for help. What is Egypt? Egypt is the world. Egypt is the systems of this world. If you trust so much in the systems of this world, it says woe unto you. Woe unto those who go down to Egypt for help. And stay on horses. And trust in chariots because they are many. Your trust is in chariots, it's in the systems of this world, it's in what you have. Do you see? I have five houses. So, listen, I've seen people, I've not lived for a long time, but I've seen people sell houses. Yes, I've seen people sell houses. Yes, there was a discussion concerning someone who I know very well, you know, who started off, I mean, he, he, they gave him a house as a gift. His father gave him a house as a gift. And he has gambled the house away. He sold the house and gambled all the money. Soccer bets and sports bets and what, what, what other bets? Super bets, minia bets, premier bets, angel bets, all the bets. I have taken all, you, it's unbelievable. He's taken all the money. Yeah. Even his countenance has changed. You are joking with bets. Instead of getting to know Jesus Christ, who will help you and multiply the money that you have. You want to use bets to multiply the money. I'm talking to you. Who you will respond? You want to use bets to... You'll be shocked. You will be shocked. Listen, at a point, the guy won... He won a certain amount, a huge amount. He won about 250,000 Ghana cities from the bets. Ask me where the money is. He spent all back on betting. After selling the house and using the house money to... I mean, he spent the one that he won at a point to, to bet throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, my brother, Charlie, warn to you if you go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel. Neither seek the Lord. He wants you to seek Him. He wants you to look on Him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. This is Christianity. Jesus only. 
my trust is in God, my trust is in Jesus for supply, for guidance. He is the one who knows where the money is. He knows that the money is in the fish's mouth. He will tell you, go to that place and fish. You will get money in the fish's mouth. So it is time to trust him some more. Those who know their God are the ones who become strong. Oh, yes. Yeah. So stop delaying and like, oh, it's time to get, it's time to do your quiet time. Yeah. Not time to rush out of the house. So that you, you can preserve some food. Because if you leave at four o'clock, there will not be traffic. You just get to work very early. Yes. <laughs> we all do some. That's why I'm saying it. Hey, do your quiet time. If you, if you have to get to the office early so that you can do your quiet time, that's fine. Yes. Just get there and then sit down. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you are talking to the Lord. Grant me wisdom. Yes, Christ is made unto us. It's time to tap into that wisdom. Yes, it's time to tap into that wisdom and not just be fooling around. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about the second foundation that I think is linked to the first one. Mm? There are very few things that are important in this world. Very few things. You don't, you don't, very few things. Like I was saying to you, God told me, you don't need much to build the house that I want you to, to build the, the church that I want you to build. Yeah, you don't need much. Then he used, he used the building as an example for me. How many things do you need to build a building? This big, big building that's sitting here. How many things do you need to build it? Sand. Cement. Iron rods. Water. Stones. Wood. Glass. Ra- nails is iron. All of them are iron. So let's say rubber. Rubber. What else? You need human beings as well, innit? <laughs> you need human beings. So human and then paint. We well, can't just about nine things. Not hundred and nine things. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. When the things are so many, you don't remember what you I mean if there are 75 steps to doing something. By the time you get to step 20, you've forgotten step one. Is it true? So God knows. So he has made life very, very, very easy. You don't need so many, you don't need to think too much. Very simple. You need the Holy Spirit, you need the word, you need prayer. That's all. That's all. So point number two, which is a foundation that you need. If you skip it, you have skipped something very powerful, something very important. It's a foundation of knowing and meditating on God's word. Hmm? The foundation of what? Knowing and meditating on God's word. If you joke with this, you are joking with a very important thing in life. Meditation. I'll talk more about meditation on Wednesday. But today I want to talk about knowing, knowing God's word, knowing the word of God, like just reading the Bible. Just reading the Bible. Listen, we can come to church and I'll say, receive a car. Every time I can prophesy about cars, marriage, this one, this one. It's good. It's powerful. But this is the real thing. Read your Bible, pray every day. It will bring you comfort and you'll be shocked. Read your Bible, pray every day. Even reading Numbers. Numbers, the book of... You'll be shocked at what it will do for you. The depression that people are going through today is because they don't... They don't there's no life. Life is not coming to them. There are different kinds of life. We have the bios life, the one that you have. But then there's, there's another type of life. Okay? Which is the life of God that flows through the word of God. 
Jesus is the word of God. And he says that in him was life. And that life is the light of men. There's life in Christ. And that life is embedded in the word of God. As you take it and meditate on it. You see, when I give you a drug, let's say in a, in a capsule, uh, um, some of these antibi antibiotics that are in capsules. You the drug is not the, the capsule. The, the capsule contains the drug. Do you see? And even the, the, the drug, even if it's paracetamol, the active ingredient is inside the paracetamol. The paracetamol has some carbohydrates. It's wrapped in carbohydrates. So that you can, the person can swallow it easily. But the active ingredient is inside. There's something inside that you need access to. Getting the medicine inside is getting the knowledge of God inside. Knowing it is getting the medicine inside. But meditation is what gives you access to the active ingredients for it to start working supernaturally in your system. Wow. You, may be, you, may be, you may have a headache. But instead of rubbing the medicine on your head, they'll tell you, swallow it. How many of you have been rubbing a pastime on your head? <laughs> Who has been doing that? You don't rub paracetamol on your head. It's Fetri Keke that you rub. <laughs> Aboniki is what you rub on your head. Isn't it? But the, the medicine that you know is going to really, it's, it goes into your, into your stomach. And then something called digestion happens and then it just takes the, and then it takes the thing straight to the head. Through the blood. Like the, the system knows what to do. Oh, it's an amazing thing. It's supernatural. Yeah. You may have, you know, there was a lady that I was talking to one time. She had a problem on her toe. Do you see? And her toe was expiring, small, small. <laughs> it was finishing small, small. There was some pass was coming out. Some things were coming out. You know, and she went to see the doctor. And the doctor said, listen, this is a, a bacterial infection. So you need to take an antibiotics. Listen, the antibiotics, they didn't use it to rub the thing on. There's one for rubbing, but then the, the original one that will help you was to, is to swallow. Why she swallowed it? I don't know how come, but the thing just, all of a sudden, the thing start, started shrinking, became fine, everything, because, and she got her legs back. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. If you joke with meditation, a lot like, what is swelling on your head? The financial problems, it's like, you wonder, how can meditation, how is it related to my financial problem? I'm owing. How is meditation related to solving the debt problem that I have? You were a child, that is why you're acting, you're behaving like that. Hey. Hmm. You better swallow the word and it will take you, I don't know how it will work, but it will just take you there. It will just move, the active ingredient will move there and solve that financial problem for you. Wisdom will come to you. Favor will come to you. Something will happen. So don't joke with it. This is time to get to know Bible, 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 read Bible. Read Bible, oh, Tom. Don't be a Christian who doesn't read the Bible. You read newspapers. You read, these days people don't read newspapers. You read Google what? Google Newsfeed. My Joy Online. You know what I'm talking about. You, you read Google Feed, YouTube Reels. You are getting what? Status. You, are, you, are, you can watch. You see, one day I put my status there. Within a second. I wanted to remove the status. It didn't work. Because the status had already been viewed by somebody and it had gone already. I don't know if you understand. Yeah. Like, I put up a picture. When I put up the picture, 
30 seconds later, I was like, let me just take it off. By the time I was taking it off, I saw it on people's, like about five people had <laughs> taken the picture and they had updated their status within, within 30 seconds. They had done that. I was like, hey, man, they live on the status. like you are living on the status. Wait, who is posting one? Who is posting one? Alex, mercy. What a shock. I was surprised. I, want, I regretted posting that, that picture. So I wanted to take it off. It didn't work. I couldn't text because I realized that there had become 10 people within a minute. I couldn't text them one by one. By the time I finished texting them, another group have taken. I just gave up. Wow. So you may not know, but it does something for you. Okay? Yeah. I mean, don't think too much. Just do what God says to do. And it will, it will help you. Is it too difficult to understand? It's not too. Look at Ezra. Ezra chapter 7, verse 6. Ezra chapter 7, verse 6. This is a man called Ezra, a scribe, okay, who was going to do something in the house of God. And he needed to have success. Look at, look at what is said about him. He says, this Ezra went out from Babylon, and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his requests according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him. Let's read the message so that you understand, we can understand even some more, Okay. He says, that's Ezra. He arrived from Babylon. A scholar well-practiced in the revelation of Moses. Like, he well-practiced, he knows the revelation. He knows, what's the revelation of Moses? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Stop talking about sixth and seven books of Moses. If not, you don't know first to fifth book of Moses. You want sixth and seventh book of Moses. The Lord is watching you. Why are you stressing yourself? Why are young people like that? Ask your neighbor, why are young people like that? Oh, six six books you have not finished reading. You want to add six and seven? Obadiah, they want to add six and seven book of Moses, book of book of uh, uh, Enoch, book of Barnabas, book of what? Van Dam. Every book, every type of book. Maccabees. This one. Why? What are you looking for in life? The book of Judas is. You know, you want the book of Judas. You want to, you don't finish book of John. You want book of Judas. John who was the beloved of God. You don't like them. You want Judas who betrayed Jesus. <laughs> hey. Oh. Sometimes when I hear some people talking, I just look at them like, okay, no problem. All the best in this journey of nothingness. See you in the next five years. Yes. They go and then they come back. Look at it. It says, that's Ezra. He arrived from Babylon. A scholar well practiced in the revelation of Moses that, God, that the God of Israel had given. Well practiced. Tell me about Become a well practiced, well practiced eh, person in the revelation of God. Hmm? Look at it. It says, because God's hand was on Ezra, because God's hand was on Ezra, how did God's hand come upon Ezra? Because he was well practiced in the revelation of Moses. So God's hand was on him, and the king gave him everything he asked for. Everything he asked for. Do you know charmings? Do you know charmings? Charmings. Charm. <laughs> oh, my younger, we said chimes. Hey, I can't chime in. <laughs> Chiming. Charm. The word of God gives you an ability to charm people. And gives you favor 
before before the most important people in life. I don't know how it works. I don't know uh, how the active ingredients move and then goes work on the other person and makes the other person feel like he should you should be he should do something for you. I don't know how it works. All I know is that it does that because as we read the Bible, we see that ah this guy was like this and then and this happened. Now that's all we know. Stop asking me that question. How does it? I don't know how it works. All I know is that it works. And all I know is that as I've also done it, it has worked for me. Oh yes. What is your problem? Stop asking unnecessary questions. When you're a child, that's when you ask, Mommy, how did the baby enter the stomach, the, the woman's stomach? I don't know if you've seen that, that advert. That, an old advert. The, guy, the boy asks about everything. Mommy, how, how, how did this happen? Mommy, how, how did the son... How is that, why is the woman's stomach so big? He has eaten Gary and sugar. That's why it's like that. You like asking unnecessary... I mean, as you grow up, you know some things naturally. You know some things naturally. As I'm speaking now, my son thinks that a baby gets into the womb by impartation. That's what he thinks. I mean, because that's... I didn't answer him, but as he was talking, he was like, okay, then that's what, that's what it, it is. I, because I can't say, oh, it's by this or by that. You are going to spoil the boy's mind. You understand? You are going to spoil his mind. He will, I mean, you ask too many questions. So how, how does it happen? How do you, how do you lie on... How, do you understand what I'm saying? It's going to worry the person. All we know is that there's a baby inside. That's all. Stop asking unnecessary questions. Some of the explanation will disturb your mind. It will disturb your mind. It will make you ask more questions. And it will make you... It's like, what is going on? It ministers questions. And strife. Don't get into those things. All we know is that as you become as a, a, an expert in the word of God, it just makes, it just does this for you. It makes you get favor before kings. You like my message or you don't like my message? Beautiful. Everything, look at Amplified. Hallelujah. Ezra's knowledge of the word gave him great favor and success. Look at this. Is this Ezra went out from Babylon, he was a skilled scribe, skilled scribe in the five books of Moses. Become a skilled scribe in the scriptures, eh, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. And the king granted him all that he asked. All that he asked. For the hand of the Lord is God was upon him. The king granted him all that he asked. Wow. Wow. Just Bible. I was talking to some people during the week, and one, one of them said, Oh, I just went to. My, my boss's office. And he did this for me. When he saw me now, he just, he just said, oh, I'm doing this for you. What is that thing that causes people to do things for you? What you are supposed to pay for, you are, you are not paying. And what the, what, the, what the boss has done for them, it's more than $1,000. It's more than $1,000, about maybe $1,500. Free of charge. How many people have $1,500 being given to them free of charge? $1,500 is how much now? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just reminding you of the economic problems. What that you can trust in the Lord? It's what, 21,000 Ghana cities? At the rate of 14 Ghana. It can be 15 tomorrow morning. We pray that it becomes 12 tomorrow morning in Jesus' name. Hey! Just imagine if you have gone to borrow in dollars. The Frenchman will say, Waboka. Jiboka. Is it true? Hallelujah. Hey! How do you say you are owing in, in French? 
to a on debt. Charlie, we have to learn the French. Oh. You are on debt. <laughs> to a on debt. What? Hmm. We don't know how it works, but all we know is that, Charlie, as you are becoming and as you are reading the Bible, it's just doing something for you. There's, there's an active ingredient that causes you to have a certain kind of favor. Yes. Puts you on top. Just believe it. And let's do it. Okay? Yes. Look at verse 9. Ezra 7, 9. Even though he had had success and favor with the, with, with the, with the king, he needed, he was going to do something else in the house of God, and he needed more favor and more grace. He needed more things to happen. He needed more things to happen for him. Do you see? So he says, upon, for upon the first year of the first month began he to go up from Babylon, and on the first year of the fifth month, he came to Jerusalem according to the good hand of, of his God upon him. Verse 10. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. He had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord, and to do it, and to teach it, teach in Israel statutes and judgments. He had prepared the sat. Let's, let's read message, eh? Is it message? Yes, the message. Let's read message. Message BB amplified. Ezra had committed himself to studying the revelation of God. He had committed himself to do what? He wants more success and he, commit, he decided to commit himself to studying the revelation of God, to living it, and to teaching Israel to live its truths and ways. Why? Because that is what brings success. BB, for Ezra had given his mind to learning the law of the Lord. For Ezra had given his mind to what? Tell your neighbor, give your mind to learning the word of God. Yes. You want favor? You want to do well? Give your mind to learning. Paul told Timothy, before I come, give attention to reading. Read the Bible. Just read. Read. Hmm? Just read. And it will do something for you. Okay? Yeah. Till I come, give attention to reading. Give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Wow. Because our God is a God of knowledge. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 3. First Samuel 2, 3. Don't dare talk. Okay, King James, please. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let no arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. Our God is a God of knowledge. Say, our God is a God of knowledge. He likes it when you know him. You know him through his word. He's a God of knowledge. Hallelujah. Look at Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1. I'm going to share with you on seven things the knowledge of the word of God does for you. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1. My son, attend, to my, attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding. Next verse, please. So that thou mayest regard discretion and that thy lips may keep knowledge. God wants your lips to keep the knowledge of his word. He wants the knowledge of his word to come out of your mouth. When you, when you, you, you catch yourself talking, you wonder, ah, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the word. Some scriptures are flowing through my mouth. Some stories in the Bible are flowing through my mind and through my mouth. He wants your lips to keep knowledge, isn't it? Look at the next verse. Verse 3. For the lips of a strange man drop as an honeycomb. So instead of letting your lips keep knowledge, 
he says that, listen, if you don't let your lips keep knowledge, the lips of a strange woman drop as honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. Oil. <laughs> but her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Verse 5. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Like he's trying to let you do that. Let your lips keep knowledge so that you escape the strange woman. When a strange woman meets you and says, hello, darling, and then you reply and say, the Lord is my helper, my son. My, my, my. <laughs> are you born again? You see, the first question you ask is, are you born again? All the conversation, all the plan was Paul. I remember one guy who was getting to know that he had started, he used to be a womanizer, pa. But then we had come to him somewhere and we had, we, had, we had helped him for about a year. I mean, he was getting to know the Lord. And then one day he saw a certain beautiful lady and he wanted to just talk to her. When he got there, he started talking. He realized that he was talking about the word. <laughs> the word of God. Instead of, mommy, how, how are you? You know, I really like you very much. He started, how are you doing? You know, the Lord, the Lord wants you to know that he loves you very much. <laughs> and then he came back to come and come and say, we, we, we love that team. Yes. The knowledge of, let your lips keep the knowledge of God. Do you understand? Yes. So that you can miss the strange woman. You can miss strange people in life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 2 verse 7. We are the priests of God. If you've read your Bible, you know that you're a priest. And in Malachi 2 7, the Bible says that, that for the priest's lips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth. For he's a messenger of the Lord of hosts. God is expecting people to seek his word from you. Like in your workplace, you are the one that people can come to for counsel. And people, people want to understand something in the Bible. Oh, Charlie, I, I read this in the Bible. Can you help me with it? Who are they going to look for? They are coming to look for you. Why? You are a priest. Your lips must keep knowledge. Knowledge of God's word. God is expecting it to flow out of you. You should be known, you should be known as someone who, who, is a, who is a word person. What do you think about what I'm saying? Yes. Why is this in the Bible? Why is somebody saying something? Why is this in the Bible? Show me, show me, show it to me, show it to me. People keep making statements all over the place. Wow. Life is hard. Show me in the scriptures. Man, know thyself. Show me in the scriptures. Heaven helps those who help themselves. Show me in the scripture. Where is it in the Bible? Life is full of up and down. Show me in the scriptures. The economy is hard. Show me in the scriptures. The dollar is rising. Show me in the scriptures. Boys are bread. Show me in the scriptures. What is the scripture for it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of saying, whatsoever is born of God overcome the world. I'm born of God. I've overcome this world. I've overcome this economy. Yeah. Now, that, your, your lips should keep knowledge. Like, the thing should flow out of you easily. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Not by... I don't know why you still trust in politicians. I don't know. Honestly, we have been governed for the last 60, 60 something years. How it was is how it is. At this juncture, you are still... Your, your hope, I don't, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult thing. Like, we have hope. How? You're a child. Vote. But, Charlie, don't put your trust. Like, because this one is coming, this one is from my hometown. So, I, that's it. I'm finished. 
You should know that we, we should be praying for the country instead of looking at personalities. That this person, when this person comes, this will happen. When this person, listen, I used to, I used to have that in my mind. But right now, I've, I've learned that, Charlie. It's wearing so. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Acts chapter 18, verse 24. This is concerning Apollos. It says, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to have mighty in the scriptures. God wants you to be mighty in the scriptures. Do you see? You, you know it. Study to show yourself approved. Know me so. Yeah. Unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. God is expecting you to show yourself approved to him. Hmm? Hallelujah. So I want to show you seven things that I, I feel will, will, will God will use to help you as you get to know the scriptures. This is 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. God wants you to know his word. Okay? He wants you to know his And he wants you to rightly divide it. Rightly divide it. Like, you know why this was written, why this was written, what happened for this to come. You know, you, you, you know the scriptures. You, you, you know the stories. You know the story concerning Nehemiah. Hey! If you don't know about Nehemiah, so when you are building something and you see opposition, then something, like, you know, there's something wrong. I, I don't know. I, I thought I trusted God. Read your Bible. You will see that building something for God always comes with opposition. Always. If it doesn't come with opposition, there's something wrong. Always. If you read Ezra, this morning I was reading Ezra. Oh! Listen, the number of letters that were written to stop the building of the house of God is, is amazing. More than 10 letters were written to the kings, various kings that, Charlie, this is they are not correct, stop their building. Yeah. Many letters. Many, many years ago, in 2016, we were, building a, we were building a first church building. Many challenges. Reverend George told me, read Ezra. When I read Ezra, I became calm. Because letters were flying back and forth. Challenges here and there, stopping the work, this, this, this. I realized, that, oh, that's how the thing is. So when I saw it in the scriptures, I became calm. If you don't read the Bible, you realize, you wonder if your situation, what is happening has ever happened before. This is not the first time there's famine or there's challenge. It is regular. Most of us were born after 83. So we don't know that these things happen in Ghana. Has happened in Ghana before. 83 people were queuing for, to buy yellow corn. You know, you've not seen yellow corn before. The corn you eat now, it's not yellow corn. It's white. It's yellow corn. Yes. When the woman who sells the kenke is doing the kinky. The, the kinky does not have to cook. As she's doing the kinky, they are buying it. I'll cook it myself. But by the time she finishes cooking, it is finished. So you, they queue. This happened in the, the same Ghana. Rollins chain. Ask the older people, they'll tell you. You are 95 or 2001. That is why you, like, you are so shaking. It's like, it's like life is coming to an end. Sister, that is how it is. The world has survived First World War. It has survived Second World War. Is it Russia, Ukraine, war that will destroy everybody? What are you talking about? We are still alive. Everything has continued. You dare be there and be saying the life is the world is coming to an end. We don't know it. It comes to an end when Jesus says it's come to an end. Hey, you better calm down and continue working and doing what marry. <laughs> Work, do something. Travel, whatever the Lord is telling you to do. Find out what God wants you to do it. Stop saying all kinds of things. The economy is hard. Do you think this is the first time that fall has gone to whatever? You don't know. We have re-denominated our city so many times. Do you know why it went to? It always starts one to one. One dollar is to one city. And all the time, it ends up going uh, to hundred cities to one dollar. Then they'll say, mm, let's re let's change it. 
This is not the first time it has happened. I mean, it has happened now. We have changed our money at different times. Very soon to change again. You may be eating uh, Accra City, something. <laughs> not Ghana City, Accra City. That's just how it is. Eh? Ghana dollar, something. You'll be eating Ghana dollar. Hey! Some people's own have gone now to one trillion dollars to one dollar, one American dollar. You'll be there. Yeah? It's called economic management systems, where you can bring the money down to one is to one. It's not working. Actually, you hold it. One is to one, it's not going. One is to three, one is to seven, one is to eight, one is to 25, one is to 30. One is... That's how it is. That is how it is. Don't be moved. Tell anybody, don't be moved. Am I saying something bad? So seven things the knowledge of the word of God will do for you. Seven things knowledge of the knowledge of the word will do for you. Number one. Seven things the knowledge of the word will do for you. Number one, you receive many renewals. It brings you many renewals. Renewals. Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. He says, And I have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. The new man, as a child of God, you are born again, you are a new man in Christ. The way the new man is refreshed, or renewed, or is revamped, okay, or is given new opportunities, or gets um, new abilities is through knowledge of Jesus Christ. Look at NLT. So as you are getting to know the Bible, what is happening? You are being renewed. Every single day, renewal is coming to you. Do you understand renewal? What do you, do you, maybe dictionary can help us. Look for dictionary meaning for renewal. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. So the more you get to know about your creator, the more you become like him. And the more renewed you become, new, renewed vigor, renewed energy, renewed hope. It's because every morning when you wake up, you need, you need hope to continue living. And now you don't need it. Yes. The system, there's so much pressure, you need renewals, many renewals in life. Push your neighbor and say, Charlie, you need renewals. Yeah. Renewal, what does it mean? Yes, read it to us, please. The quality or state of being renewed. Uh-huh. So let me go to renew. Yes, so renewed. That. Renewed is more renew. To make like new. To make like new. Restore to freshness. To restore to fresh. It's like your inward man needs restoration to freshness. When you are depressed, discouraged. I mean, the day brought discouragement. Has it ever happened to you before? As you are going to the day, the day brought you discouragement. You saw you saw your exam results, or the business partner that you you were hoping to meet on that day, Charlie. It swerved you. Your boss blasted you. Left and right, as you are coming home, you are. I mean, even if your boss does not blast you, the work at the office or the things that you do during the day, eh, it drains, it just takes life out of you. Babylon is de- de- designed to suck 
life Ju all the juices out of you everything we do takes something out of us you need refreshing you need you need to be charged a renewal is like charging your phone's battery to begin again to become new to restore you need to to, to restore to, to you need to come back to something new to make extensive changes in something so he says that the new man is renewed can you imagine that the new man needs renewal Extend, he can he can bring renewal to your life second corinthians 4 16 for which cause we faint not but though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day so there's a there's you see, I'm not the one. It says the inward man is what? Renewed day by day. There's a, there's a day by day renewal of the inward man. And it comes through the knowledge of God. As you are studying the scriptures in the morning, you are receiving renewal in life. Freshness is coming to you. New hope, renewed hope is coming to you. Strength is coming to you. Ability is coming to you. Yes. You, are, you will get to know that Christ in you, the hope of glory once again. Yes, you have renewal. As you are reading the scriptures, it's because the scriptures is a representation, it's, it's who you are. It says, we all be, uh, uh, with an open face, beholding in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. So you need some changes every day. Some changes must come into, how does a change come? Through the word. That's in 2 Corinthians 3.18. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of God, of the Lord. You need a newer glory every single morning a higher glory every single morning a, a wilder one message of second corinthians 4 16 go back to that place second corinthians 4 16 message so we are not giving up how could we even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us is it not a message not a message yes it often looks like how could we even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us on the inside where god is making new life not a day goes by without his unfolding grace so every day you need his unfolding grace that will give you power give you ability to continue living to continue doing what you're supposed to do renew listen it's not a joke if you want to get anything done like put it at the back of your mind life is not the way you you you, you see on disney disney channel it's not like that though. Listen, things come. You see, people have said life is up and down. There's a certain truth to it. You make it straight. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18 is a scripture that happens to righteous people who decide that they are going to have that. Go to go to Proverbs 14, 8, 4, 8. But the path of the justice are the shining light. That shining more and more into the perfect day. This is not no, it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen to the just. The just must be involved in renewals of knowledge renewals of the inward man in order for this to happen every day for him a christian who does not read his bible is almost always dep depressed yeah. has it happened ask your neighbor has it happened to you before yeah. ask the other neighbor who is by your other side has it ever happened to you have you ever been depressed because you have not been reading you feel drained no energy you are not motivated low battery and so, can you imagine some christians have done that uh, it's okay for them now they can go one month and they are, they are so drained one man they are still going and they don't see that there's something wrong i came as a prophet of god to tell you that you need renewal renewal renew how is the renewal going to come to you by reading your just read just read you'll be shocked that life will come to you all the questions will vanish all the psychological trauma will vanish 
something happened to you when you were a child you can't jump over it why you've not you are not you are 25 the thing happened to you when you were six years old you can't jump over it why because of your lack of knowledge there's no knowledge of god's word you think the devil is joking the thief came not but to steal to kill and to destroy that's his job he wants to steal kill and he wants to destroy you you need the word of god for renewal inward renewal strength from within proverbs 24 verse 10 message proverbs 24 verse 10 the message version if you fall to pieces in crisis if you fall to pieces in crisis there wasn't much to you in the first place if you fall to pieces in crisis there wasn't much to you in the first place let's read the king james now if you faint in the day of adversity thy strength is small you don't want your strength to be small watch the strength from within the spirit of a man go, go let me show you another one proverbs proverbs chapter 18 verse 14 the spirit of man will sustain him sustain his infirmity but the wounded spirit who can bear the spirit of man will what sustain his infirmity amplify look at the amplify your spirit man is the one that sustains you eh the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble so trouble is jumped over when your spirit man is strong how do you get your spirit man to become strong in the beginning was a word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning through him were all things made without him was nothing made that is made in him was life and that life is a life as you are reading the bible eh? as you are you are taking medicine you have no idea medicine is coming to strike you are taking blue jeans energy for your spirits you are taking what's the other lucozade storm you are taking storm <laughs> you are you are taking storm energy drink for your spirit for your spirit to become strong so that your spirit can sustain you and become stronger to help you overcome in the time of crisis also when the crisis come oh 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 you will cry like a baby tell anybody i don't want to cry like a baby to so read the bible yeah the spirit of a man eh proverbs 4 22 yes it's one of the scriptures yes first for they are life since the word of god is life isn't it to those that find them and health or medicine to all their flesh i have another point that has the scripture inside yes life life will come to you more life because the word of god has life and as the life is coming, it strengthens you inwardly renewals inward renewals Charlie, you need it all. Oh, you need it. Yes. Some of us, if we, if we don't read the Bible in a day, we, we feel it. It affects you. You realize that you are emotionally unstable. When they tell you, hey, 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 you are like a boil. When a boil appears in your armpit, I mean, your hand, has, it, it's not coming. Tender to touch. You're, you are not coming down. When it goes out, hey, 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 hey. is it true? When you don't read the Bible, your emotions just scatter. All over the place. You are not in your menses, but or you are like a boy who's in his menses. 
a boy, you're a boy. How can a boy have mess? You don't have mess, but you just it's like you are you have become so sensitive. Small thing now you're angry. Why? Because you are not satisfied within. Jesus is the bread of life. As you partake of the word, the word of God satisfies you. You see, when you have eaten, you have eaten, and they bring you your best food after you have eaten and satisfied. They bring you maybe you like jollof rice, and you just had some banku and tilapia, two balls of banku, two sets of tilapia, big tilapia like your head, and they are brought you, and you have eaten all of it, and then they bring you jollof, good jollof. I'm sure you eat good jollof after after church. They bring you good jollof, which is your favorite food. Can you eat it? Why? You are satisfied. You are satisfied. Yes. You are satisfied. So when you are satisfied spiritually, a lady will come and shake her buttons before you. It doesn't move you. Or they'll bring, they'll bring a contract for you to cheat and do some things. You are not moved. You are full. I, I can't do this one. But when there's no inward renewal, you think that that lady's buttons is what will make you have satisfaction or that contract is what to bring you satisfaction in life. A renewed spirit gives you victory on every sphere of your life. Yes. Victory on every sphere of your life. So I need my daily renewal. Yes, daily renewal. I want to be strong. I don't want my spirit to fail. I don't want things to fail around me. I don't want my strength to become small. I want my strength to increase as the, as the days go by. So that the crisis of life will not affect me. Hallelujah. Number two, point number two. Grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Brothers and sisters, grace is not sold anywhere in the market. Any market you have seen around that sells grace. The grace of God. I'm not talking about anti-grace. I'm talking about the grace of God. I'm not talking about the lady called grace. I'm talking about the grace of God. The grace of God that brings the help of God to your life. The peace of God that brings you calmness that people do not understand. There's a peace of God that mounts guard on your heart. Hmm? Mounts guard on your heart. Grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. I've told you this one already. Peace. Jesus said, my peace I give unto you. Not as the word give I unto you. You, there's no, they, don't, they don't sell. Charlie, you need peace. Oh. Oh, yes. You need peace in troubled waters. I tell you. You need stability in your life. I tell you. Yes. Happiness. Joy. Even in the midst of challenges. The joy of the Lord is my strength. How does the joy of the Lord come to you? Through the scriptures. Through the word. The Bible says, rejoice evermore. It didn't say rejoice when you have money. Or rejoice when you have a wife. Or rejoice when the child comes. Or rejoice when, uh, what? When the contract is signed. That $2 million contract is signed. Re- rejoice when, the, it says rejoice evermore. All the time. Message, message, message version. Be cheerful no matter what. Be cheerful no matter what. This is an instruction from the Lord. Be cheerful no matter what is going on around you. Makes no difference what is going on. You are cheerful. Why? The knowledge of God's word lets you know that you have to be cheerful. Peace. Joy. Grace. The help of God. The goodness of God. It's not sold anywhere. Nobody can give you peace. Your husband cannot give you peace. 
Those of you who have been married, have been married for that. You realize that your husband can be troublesome even, and your wife can be troublesome. Isn't it? When you want to sleep at 2 a.m., then he'll wake you up. He's destroying your peace. Wake you up, baby. Baby, what? Ah, I didn't, we didn't sleep early. He's becoming troublesome. Who's touching me? One lady in our church got married. After about three weeks or one month of marriage, she was lying in bed around 1 a.m. And then she felt someone's hand around her. Then she said, hey, who is that? Then the husband said, it's an arm robber. What do you mean by who is that? <laughs> she had forgotten that she was married. Hey! You need peace of mind as a married woman. I tell you. It's not sold on the market. It's not given by any human being. That is why you see, you, you get a new phone, brand new phone, and then you're excited. It's not his iPhone 14, 14 is what is on. You're so excited when they release 15. You realize, oh, after six months, you realize, Charlie, that thing is not, it's not anything. I remember many years ago, I had this phone, Sony Ericsson. Yes, it, it, was, a, it was a Walkman. Was it was Walkman? Yeah. It was so nice. I used to clean it in my dress. Yes. After some time, when I come back, I throw it on my bed like this. I just fly it on my bed. Pop, pop, pop. Because these things, you know, they don't satisfy. They don't, they don't bring actual peace. You see, only Jesus will give you peace. Rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. And again I say unto you, rejoice. Hmm? Peace is from Jesus. It's from the word. It's from the word. Grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. So as you are reading, grace is coming to you. Just know it. Peace is coming to you. Blessings are coming to you. Number three, long life and health. It gives you long life and health. That is where the Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to 22 comes in. Yeah. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. 20 to 22. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. Long life. My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life. Life unto those that find them. And health or medicine to all their flesh. The word of God has curative abilities. As you are reading it, it's killing some cancer in you. You don't even know. You don't, listen. The problem with cancer is that you don't know when you have it. You just collapse one day. They take you to the hospital and then they tell you that it's a tumor. There's a tumor in your brain. You don't know when it is growing. What you need is to use the word of God to, to chop it off. Yeah. To chop it off. Eh? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Look at Hebrews 4 12. There's a surgical ability of God's word. Hebrews 4 12. Let's read Amplify so that it, it, can, be, it can be easy. For the word of the word that God speaks is alive. God's word is alive. Eh? It's alive and full of what? Power, making it active, operative. It has operative abilities. It has active ingredient abilities. Operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing, as dividing line of the breath of life, so the immortal spirit and the joys and marrow of the deepest part of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. It has surgical abilities. It can go to the places where no surgical knife can go to. It has access to the bone and the marrow. It can catch things. It can regenerate your cells. Let's clap for the word of God. I think the word of God is very powerful. Yeah. So as you're exposing yourself to the word, you, you, you don't know that some surgery is going on. 
is working some things in your mind, working some things on your heart, working some things in your lungs, in your kidneys. Don't ask me how it is. All I know is that that's what the Bible says. King James, look at King James. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow. Joints and marrow. Joints and marrow. Do you, have, do you know marrow? Doc, is, there, is there marrow? What is marrow? It is like blood cells found inside the bone. That region. That region. That is where your blood comes from. You see, when someone has ALL, what is ALL? Acquired lymphoid leukemia. Acute lymphoid leukemia. Acute lymphoid leukemia. Where, where is it coming from? It's from the blood. The, the bone is... The bone marrow. If they want to cure it, they have to put... They have to take someone's own bone, healthy bone marrow and transplant it to that particular place and flush yours out so that it can regenerate. I tell you, I'm a doctor by association. Thank you very much. Listen, the word of God has access to bone marrow. So it's a cancer curing. It has cancer curing. It can go, can go there. Yes. And work something out there for you. You want to live in hell? You need the word. Just read it. You want long life? Read the word. Ask your neighbor, do you want, do you want long life? What do your neighbor say? You, want, you like it? Read the word. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 4. Proverbs 4 4. He thought me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my commandments and live. You want to live? How many of you want to live? You want to cross 70? Word. Bible. 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 You see, I know, I know a woman who is 87 now. If you see her, you think she's 55. I'm not, I can bring her to church. She was at my daughter's naming ceremony. She prayed at my daughter's naming ceremony. She worked with Sofwa Mwako. She was Sofwa Mwako's mother. Like someone who, the one who helped for their church to become, because she was older, she was 22 years older than all of them, or 25 years. She was married when they were not, they were just coming. Yeah. One day we went somewhere, we went for an engagement somewhere, and I was sitting by her. You know what she was doing at the engagement? She was reading the Bible. Yeah, she was just reading the Bible. Like as they are doing the thing, whatever, they should take her Bible. It's on her phone. She can't have, she has, do you understand? 87. She knows how to use the phone, use everything. She went to the phone, just reading. She has, what was it, my sword on her phone. You are, you, are, you are 25, you don't have my sword on your phone. It's TikTok. only TikTok that is on your phone. <laughs> Ashanti preacher, if you are passing by, she was scared. I won't preach, I won't say those things. They will say it to you, so I won't say it. Wow. She was reading the Bible. And I asked her, hey, you are reading? She said, oh, yeah, this is, how I, this is how I stay healthy. This is how I stay normal. I stay balanced. Oh, yes. You want to cross 80 with ease? Read Bible often. Instead of going on Facebook often. And TikTok often. And what? YouTube Reels. Those times YouTube was okay. Now they have brought Reels to YouTube. They have come to spoil everything for us. Ooh. So you can watch a video with in peace. Now it's not possible anymore. They are chasing us everywhere. Very soon they'll bring something that you can use even when you are dreaming. When you are, when you are asleep. As you are asleep, you can have something, I don't know, maybe a, a, a spectacle, something as you are wearing it and then you will still be, your mind will still be reading things and doing things. You'll be shocked that's their, one of their plans. It's coming very soon. This is what Meta, eh? Meta is doing that. Ah, Metaverse. <laughs> 
Keep my commandments and what? And live. Hey. Proverbs 7, chapter, Proverbs 7, 1 and 2. I'm giving you more scriptures so that you can just read them when you go home. Okay? My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye. Like let my law become the main thing for you. Keep my commandments and live. Long life. Long life. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. What explanation do you need? Is it just clear? Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. He was talking about the word. Receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Shall be many. What was the next point? What's, what's the uh, point number? This is the, so point number four. It makes you wise. The knowledge of God's word makes you wise. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. You want to be wise? To make wise decisions? Decisions that you will not regret later? And say that I regret marrying you. After 25 years of marriage, you come and say I regret marrying you. Yesterday, as I was talking to somebody, and the person was talking about someone, uh, uh, her own mother and father. You know, the father had many properties. At a point in his life, he started, he just get, got into women and all kinds of things, and then brought a malam to his house to help him get more. Today, he doesn't have anything in his name. I mean, the small girl has lived, his short, her short life has been lived seeing his father become poor because of this malam he went to. I just heard recently of someone who has gone to a malam. He, he has things, though, but he has gone to a malam for more things. I just started laughing. I'm like, this guy is not serious. At this time, you want malam in your life. Ah! Malam. If the malam had money and he had something that to bring, will he, will he be asking to come and, you to come and give chicken head, chicken tomatoes, rice, bo- rice balls, and yam, and all those things to cook stew and whatever so that he, so that he can help you? Yes, Isaiah 8, verse 19. When people tell you, try this message, Isaiah 8, 19. When people tell you, try the fortune tellers, consult the spiritualists. Why not tap into the spirit? Why not tap into the spirit world? Get in touch with the dead. Next verse. Tell them, no, we are going to study the scriptures. We are going to study the scriptures. People who try the other ways get nowhere at that end. Instead of going to spiritualists for help, Sakawa. You are, you, are, you are doing fraud online and you need power to help you to chime the, the white lady. You have gone to give your fingernails and your hair. Your hair from some of your private parts. Hmm. You are joking. It will just destroy you. Repent. Eh? You are putting on certain permit that will attract a certain type of man. It's online. They are selling it now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's being sold. There's special permit, special perfume to spray on you. So, and people are bringing adverts. This is my, this is what I got. Dollars, dollars. See my dollars. My dollars. My, my maga don't pay. My boy don't pay. My man don't pay. Then some of Benz, S class. I saw Benz, S class. The lady has posted it. And then she has put the, the whatever on it. That this is what she got from her man. So small girl, you are now coming. You want to drive S-Class. You see, there are stages in life. 
There's a stage in life where you drive S-Class. There's a stage in life where you drive, you drive Opel Cadet. Or Toyota Kwame. Do you know Toyota Kwame? Hmm. Or Corolla Kwame. Or uh, 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 Nissan what? Almera. You see, that one is even a big car. I'm talking. We have Kia Morning. The car that you need to arrange yourself on your entry, you arrange yourself inside. It's just a stage in life. If you don't start from Kia Morning or uh, uh, Matis, Dewu Matis, Aqualaoko, Tico. That is where we start life from. Why, why, why do you want to drive S Class? You are 27. You want to drive S Class. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? This is foolish desire. It's for older people. That's, that's, it's, for, it's, that is, it's a level in life. You want to drive Land Cruiser? Do you know how much the tail light costs? Someone's bashed my tail light no longer ago. I tell you, it was not a small thing. Do you know how much fuel it consumes? When you step on it, boom, it's, it's finished. It's finished. Someone's pay. That's what I we're, we're going to drive somewhere and we're getting for the fuel attendant said, This is what? Is it two? Or is, he says, This is two times my pay. When we fill the car, he said, This is two times my pay. Hey, boss. <laughs> my pay you have put inside your car like that. Two times. It has gone. Yeah. You think it's a joke? It's a stage in life. Don't, don't convey some things. You are starting like you want to sleep in AC from throughout the night. Yeah. Then you are inside your, your duvet. It's like enjoying life. What is wrong with you? Start life from somewhere. You need fun. <laughs> Making noise. And it's entering your dream as though someone is chasing your dream. That is how, that is where you start from. Eh? Blowing heat. That is where you start from. There's a time coming where you can afford to sleep in air condition. And not look at light bill and all of those things. Give the Lord a shot if you like my message. It makes you wise. It makes you wise. The Lord is watching. Lift up your voice and just thank God for what I shared with you. Father, help me. Help me. I want you to pray for grace to read the scriptures. Grace to read the Bible. Grace to study the scriptures. Yes. Grace. Lord, push me to study. Yes. Help me read. Help me read the Bible, Lord. Help me not miss this foundation of doing my quiet time and just reading the Bible as I move on the go. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Maragada Bayaba. Mezola Gada Baya. Fazana Mandenebe. Talk to the Lord now. One of the foundations is the foundation of prayer. It's the foundation of prayer. It's our means of contacting God. It's our means of talking to God. We don't talk to God through any other means. Through consulting the dead. Or consulting something else, or consulting a leaf somewhere, or washing your face in a certain way. We contact God through prayer. Through prayer. Talk to God now. Tell God, Father, I receive grace. Give me grace to read my Bible. Read, just read my Bible. To study my Bible. Give me topics to study. Give me books to study. Give me books to read. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord right now. Talk to the Lord right now. Madalagayaba. Medelebelebe. Help me become a skilled scribe in the word. Help me become a mighty one in the scriptures. One who is mighty in the scriptures. I want to live long. I want to live long and live in health. 
Lord, help me have access to your word. Help me keep your word. Help me study your word. Nazedebe, regadaba, ragadabaye. Eloradamade, ezasimene eyo. Mandologo, digedaba, maradabe. Mazulegebea, mazulegebea. Malagadaba. A man who is eloquent and mighty in the scriptures. A woman who is mighty in the scriptures. Lord, make me mighty in the scriptures. Help me know your word. 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 Malagadabai. Rega satanimino hoshadabai. Rababali kesinimino. Mala nike like like. Eruda dahashagadabai. Evuluklastenemino dalagadabai. Rega madoho shigi dalada. Rabale kekile rodule babare gadai. Ezwa mi bia logola adane bede. Anzana mandele. Anzana mandele. Anzana mandele. Anzana mandele. Regadaba. 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 Malo malo malo. Malo malo malo. Ragadaba. Grace. Grace for us, Lord. Grace to read. Grace to study. Grace. Grace. Grace to become experts in the word. We receive grace, Lord. We receive grace, Lord. We receive grace, Lord. Malo hodebea. Father, I pray for your children. I pray for grace for all of us, Lord. Grace. Grace to study. Grace to study continuously. Grace to read. I pray that our tastes for your word will be increased this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let our taste for your word increase today. Let us find ourselves studying and reading your word all the time in the name of the Lord Jesus. Help us focus on your word. Make us mighty in your word, Lord. Yes, we receive grace to read consistently every single day. To spend time in the word every single day in the name of the Lord Jesus. Grace to have revelations of your word. Yes, make your word interesting for us, Lord. More interesting than any other thing in this world. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We are going to partake of the communion of the lost table. Jesus said we should do this in remembrance of him. It is for everyone. It's not for some people. It's for everyone. The qualification is the new birth. If you are born again, you are qualified to partake of the communion of the lost table. Hallelujah. And I want to show you a scripture that I believe will help us. Hallelujah. Mazakeke nemeno. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse twenty-one. He says, "You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the lost table." And of the devil or the table of devils. Now, the word the lost table, the word table means bank. Can you imagine? In the Greek, it means what? Bank. <laughs> it's an amazing thing.
the Greek word is trapeza. Okay? And one of the meanings is a bank. The table or stand of a money changer where he sits exchanging different kinds of money for a fee and paying back with interest or deposits. Can you imagine? So one of the meanings is that it's a bank. So this is the Lord's bank. Tell you about this is the Lord's bank. It is the Lord's bank loaded with many riches and virtues like peace, wealth, grace, glory, mercy, health, protection, preservation, beauty, faith, every nice thing you can think about. This is the bank that the Lord has stored all the beautiful things that you require and need for your life. And all you need is to use your faith to withdraw when partaking of the communion. So as you're partaking of it today, I want you to activate your faith. What do you need from the Lord? His body was broken for us so that our bodies would not be broken. If you need health and healing, it's a bank for health and healing. If you need some quick supply of, of money, quick supply of grace and peace, this is the bank for you to withdraw from. Hallelujah. I want you to stretch forth your hands on it as we pray. Father, thank you for your body, the body of Jesus that was broken for us and the blood of Jesus that was shed for us on the cross of Calvary. Remember your pain and your agony for us so that we will not go through any pain or have any agony as you are partaking of it, Father. Thank you that we access beauties, joy, grace, stability on every sphere of our lives. We withdraw joy unspeakable that is full of glory. We withdraw grace, glory and peace for our lives, on every side of our lives. Thank you, Father, for your blessings, even in Jesus' name. Amen. The body and blood of Jesus shed and broken for you. Kindly seven. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.